Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. We are talking all things distractions that get us off of our path to Jesus. And over the last couple of weeks, we've dove deep into how the enemy works, the things he puts into our minds, and how he tries to prevent us from having this relationship with Jesus. Today, I want to talk about one that I know has been very present in my life. And the enemy probably just sits back and says, man, was this easy. And this is this idea that we are just too busy. We've got too much on our plate. We don't have time to sit down with Jesus and we're too busy to have this deep relationship with him. And I look back over the course of the last five years as I've transitioned into this role of motherhood. And early in these days of motherhood, that's where I was. There were days where I didn't have time to sit down and use the restroom alone in peace, let alone think about doing some formal prayer or an hour-long Bible study. And I was just truthfully exhausted. And honestly, most days, it didn't even cross my mind. And I think because in that season, I had this idea that prayer just had to be formal. And not that there's anything wrong with formal prayer, but I was missing this idea of having this connection with Jesus. And so as I started to shift this over the last couple of years and look to having just a more relationship with him, I've seen that even in some really busy seasons, having this relationship is the exact thing I need to manage it. And it's also changed my view on what busy is. And so that's what I want to help you with today. I want to help you identify what you're busy for. I want to give you some tactical steps to help you and some things to implement so that if you do have a busy life, you're taking Jesus with you and you're bringing him on the journey with you. And I actually got to trial this out earlier this spring in a truly very busy season. I had gone back and worked in healthcare for two months, just a temporary assignment to help out one of my old hospitals. And this was the first time that I had worked full-time out of the home since I had had a little, little baby. And so my schedule definitely was way more full than I was used to. But in adapting some of these things that I'm going to teach you today, I was actually able to have way more peace. I stayed connected to Jesus and it made some of the even very, very stressful days seem so much more peaceful. Now I wasn't perfect with this either. And that's one of the beautiful things as you get to know Jesus is you don't have to be perfect. I just kept feeling like he was saying, listen, are you showing up for me? Are you giving me what you have? Are you going to keep coming back to me? And are you going to keep taking me with you as you go throughout your day? And so that's what I want to help you with here today. So the first thing we have to do is simply identify what are you being busy for? Are you filling your schedule because you are going after all these worldly desires, titles, financial security, approval of others? Are you someone who is just numbing away a lot of pain, scrolling on social media all day? I know I can get into those phases very easily. Or are the things that are filling your schedule truly things that God has fully put on your heart? So for me, in the season of raising babies, that was something God gave me. And it took a lot of time. Going back into healthcare this last season, was again, something God gave me and it took a lot of time, but I think a lot of us have a mix, right? We have these things God has given us, but we're filling a lot of time with things that maybe aren't necessarily for him. So stressing over the dishes, getting the house perfectly clean. I know there's days where I spend a lot of time on a social media post just to get it perfect. And that's making me seem like I'm busy when I'm really not. So it's identifying what's consuming the most of your time. Is this helping you fulfill this vision that God has given you for your life or are some other things creeping in? And it's okay if they are, right? The first step is just to simply identify them. And here's a little truth that I know I needed. Maybe this will help you too. If what you're doing is from God, 
you are certainly going to have time to sit and pray and worship him. He would not give you something that doesn't allow for that time because he knows how important it is for you to stay connected with him. Now we can really dive deep into this topic and we will do more episodes on this, but if this is something that you struggle with, I would love to share this book with you that has really helped me in this area. And it is called the ruthless elimination of hurry by John Mark Comer. It is so good and it will make you crave a hurry free life. We read this last fall and it is really starting to transform like how we are wanting to live our life, the things that we are doing. And it's just made a really big impact. So I'll link that in the show notes for you. If you want to go grab it after this episode. And so after we make sure that we're not letting distractions or worldly desires just completely fill up our schedule, the first thing that I try to work in is quiet time with God, because I feel that this is so important. And the reason I feel this is because Jesus did it. Jesus, who was God, who only had three years of his life to change the entire course of the world, often went off to pray. You see in Luke 5, 16, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness to pray. He took time away because he knew how important his work was. He knew how much temptation was around him and he wanted to stay true to his mission. And the same is true for you. God has something really special for you to do. And it may be something simple like raising your kids. Maybe you work on the side cleaning homes. Maybe you are a teacher or a nurse, whatever it is, God has a plan for you. And he knows that you're going to need him and his strength to stay focused and do it well. And so this is my reminder that if Jesus went to pray, I need to do it. And I also like this reminder too, and this might really help you in a really busy season. And I feel like I could have used this, especially in those early days of motherhood. And that's the story in Mark 12, that's verses 41 to 44. And what's happening here is people are coming up and they're giving these monetary offerings. And it says that many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and she put in two very small coins worth just a few cents. And Jesus called up his disciples and he said, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of wealth, but she out of poverty put in everything, all she had to live on. Now this is talking about money, but I think we can certainly apply this to our time. Jesus is not counting the minutes that you're sitting there and quiet with him. He's more looking to see, are you going to show up and be with me? Are you going to give me what you have? And then are you going to take me with you through your day? And boy, I could have used that in those early days of motherhood where I felt like I didn't have enough time to say, listen, just give me a little bit and I'll give you everything you need and take me with you through your day. And we're going to get through this together. So that's why to me, it is so important to make sure that I have this quiet time and some undistracted time with Jesus. And I do also believe that it is so important to start where you are. If you've not been in the habit of doing this, making a goal of two hours a day may not be realistic for you. You might think, yeah, right. I'm not going to do it. So maybe start with something very small five minutes a day. When I help people with their fitness goals, this is what I do. If you've not been in the habit of exercising, I'm not going to start you off at an hour a day, six days a week. Cause one, you were just, your body's not ready for it and you're going to burn out and you're not going to stay consistent with it. And my whole goal for you and what I truly believe will happen is even if you set a small goal with just five minutes a day, something super simple and you get in the habit of doing it, you're going to see how powerful it is and you're going to crave this time and you're going to want more and more and more of it. So here's something really simple that you can do and you can start implementing. And I think it might change the course of your day. When I asked on my Instagram stories where the majority of you charge your cell phone, over 85% said on a nightstand. 
And so what I want to challenge you to do is take your cell phone and plug it in at night. And I want you to put it under your bed. And before you do that, I want you to write a little note just to remind you to pray or even just write out a prayer. And it can be super simple, like Jesus, thank you for this night or Jesus, come with me through this day and put it by your phone underneath of your bed. And so here's what will happen before you go to bed at night. And when you get up in the morning, the first and last thing you will do each day is be on your knees in prayer. And it can be something so simple as just saying, Jesus, come with me. What I also love about this is it will prevent you from having the last thing you go to bed with is maybe random scrolling on social media, which I know for me, that's what happens when I take my phone to bed. I'm just scrolling and that can just lead to comparison or these feelings that I have to strive and get things done. And the same thing in the morning, if I hurry up and I just get up on my phone the first thing, Then I'm in this mode of go get it done, measure up worldly standards. But if I can start my day with Jesus, then it gives me more of that sense of peace and calm to take with me when life gets crazy. Because as a mom, I have no idea what the day is going to bring. And I know I need God's strength to get through it. So your first step might be as simple as just doing that quick little Jesus, I need you come with me in the morning and at night. But then my ultimate goal is to work up to a little bit more deeper and quiet time with God. And so this is a time where you set aside undistracted time. And for me, that has got to be first thing in the morning because when my kids are up, I have no idea what's coming. So I try and do this first thing, sit down, no computer, no phone, no distractions. And my mind easily wanders. And so quiet time is something that is more of a challenge for me. So something that's really helped me is journaling and sitting down and writing out my thoughts, writing like I'm talking to God and having a conversation with him. And then when I first started, it was just setting a timer on my phone for 60 seconds. I'm waiting to see, okay, do I hear anything kind of stirring in my heart? And once you get in the practice of doing this, it gets easier. I'm not always perfect with it, but there are days where I feel like I'm just getting this idea or this voice or this guidance. And I've learned to kind of tune in and trust that. And so maybe for you, it's journaling. Maybe you can just sit and talk with God. Maybe it's reading formal prayers. And then the next most important thing, or this is probably the most important thing is truthfully making sure in that quiet time, they spend some time with God in the Bible. If you want to know what Jesus has, like he has everything spelled out there for you. And so diving in and learning his word, if you've not been familiar with reading the Bible, something very simple is just starting with the gospels. You can also find a devotional that will help you get into it. I have a 40 day devotional. If you haven't checked it out, you are more than welcome to get that. And in fact, we actually have a promo for you. This is good through June 28th. If you go to our website and use the promo code RBJ podcast, you're going to get $8 off of our devotional. And this is for those of you who are just kind of stressed or anxious or just want a guide to help you dive in to the Bible and read some verses and then kind of journal and reflect on some questions. It's there for you. I also cannot recommend enough Jenny Allen's Bible study. She is one of my favorite Christian podcasters, speakers, authors. They've helped me dive into the word of God so much and she connects them to real life, which I think is so important for me is tend to grasp, okay, this is what Jesus is saying here. How does this have apply to me today. And if you can, getting a group of people to do one of these Bible studies with, I am so blessed. I have an amazing Bible study um, that has come into my life. And there's nothing that holds you more accountable to finishing these things and saying, hey, we're meeting up on Wednesday night. You know, we got to have this stuff done and talk through it together. And truthfully, the reason I got through it is because of them. And so having that community is so important. Jenny also has a book called Find Your People. If you're looking to find a group of like-minded individuals that will help you run back to Jesus and just kind of be your support in life. So I do feel that that's so important, especially when life is busy as 
maybe scheduling in that time with a couple of people to talk through a devotional, a Bible study, a podcast, whatever it might be. And then the next step is simply just a reminder to take God with you through your day. So if God has called you to do a lot of things like being a parent or working a career or some ministry, take him with you, right? And truthfully, the simplest form of prayer is just being God's light in the world and doing the things he's called you to. And so that might be being a little extra patient with a coworker who tends to get on everyone's nerves. Maybe you're the one who kind of just stops the gossip or kind of changes the subjects and spreads love instead of hatred. It can be taking that extra time with a difficult child or taking that moment when they're having a tantrum to close your eyes and say, Jesus, be with me. Give me your peace so that you can be peaceful and calm with them or reading a book to your kids about Jesus instead of just sitting there scrolling on your phone. And so my challenge for you is to just simply take Jesus with you through your day and try and model after him as much as you can. And then it's just those little calls to him whenever you start to spin, kind of like this spiritual timeout. My husband and I have termed it just spiraling in our house. And it's really good for both of us to start to recognize each other when we're doing it so we can kind of call each other out on it. And it's just that simple question, right? Remember how the serpent in the last episode we talked about used a question to get you going in the negative direction? We can also now use a question as our weapon to spiral us back up to Jesus. And so when one of us is spiraling, we just simply say, hey, are you spiraling right now? And it's just that so we can have a conversation recognize it, take that deep breath, recenter and go in the other direction. When I was working in the hospital and I would get in those moments where I was just really starting to feel it build. I was in a very high stress environment, big ER, and there are days where it's just stressful. I started to recognize that building in me and it is just simply a deep breath. And it is just something like Jesus be with me or not today, Satan. And knowing that there's that enemy putting those spiraling thoughts in your mind is really powerful because when you recognize that you can start to fight back and just that thought alone that I had the choice to stay in that area of stress or anxiety or fight back against it was always so empowering with me. And so that's just a really simple way that you can take Jesus with you throughout the day. And other things that you can do, just some really tactical things, set a reminder with your alarms in your phone for just a moment of prayer. So maybe for you, it's putting your favorite Bible verse. You can title a lot of phones. You can title your alarms. Maybe it's your favorite Bible verse. Maybe it's just something like Jesus be with me or take a moment to pray and have little reminders throughout your day. I also like to use the Holy Bible app. It's on my phone and every day it'll send me a Bible verse to my phone. And then it also appears on my smartwatch. And I set it for a time in the day that just tends to be right and more stressed so that that's just a little random pop-up and a reminder just to be present with Jesus and read the verse. And it's crazy how many days like that verse just fits so perfectly. Right now, you are taking Jesus with you. So podcasts, faith-based podcasts are a great thing to fill your brain with when you're doing everyday activities. So now, if I'm driving, folding laundry, or cooking dinner, I almost always have one of my favorite faith-based podcasts on so I could be learning and staying connected to Jesus. And actually, I would love to know what you are doing right now as you are listening to this. So feel free to snap a picture and tag me on Instagram. I'm at palmrunning underscore so I can see where you're taking Jesus with you, whether that's in a drive, on a walk or whatever you're doing. I'd love to see how you're including him into your day. And movement is another way that we can really incorporate our faith. Like Jesus, he went into the wilderness. So maybe for you, it's going for a walk. Maybe it's sitting outside. I like to listen to a lot of faith-based podcasts when I'm out on a run. 
And you can most certainly always join us for a prayer and workout where we move our body and talk a lot about these topics. So make sure you guys sign up for those. Those are on Saturdays. You don't want to miss them because they dive deep into these conversations. You can do them walking or running. You don't have to do anything crazy and just connect through movement because I think that that is such a powerful way. And what I think is really important to know too is that all relationships go through seasons and you will have seasons where it feels like oh, I'm connecting, I'm getting this with God. And then you'll have seasons where it's a little bit harder and it takes work. Any good relationship takes work. And remember God's grace. He is not seeking perfection, right? Romans 8, 1, there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Jesus is not going to condemn you if you don't get 45 minutes of your morning routine with him. He's just going to say, are you going to come back to me? Are you going to take me with your day? Are you just going to keep seeking me? Cause I'm here. And remember, 2 Corinthians 12, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. If this is your weak area, <laughs> trust me, it has been a weak area for me and a big portion of my life. Just ask God to help you with it. Ask God to let his strength shine through. He already knows it and he's got everything you need to help you with this. So the more you create this habit of turning back to God and his word for comfort, the more you're going to crave it, the more time you're going to find yourself sitting here. Now it's like, oh my gosh, my time is up. Like I got to go do other stuff because I just have craved this time so much. So I'd love to know which of these practices you're planning to implement, if you're already doing any of them, or if you have something great that works for you, please feel free to reach out and let me know so that we can share it with everyone else. We are so thankful for having you here tuning in and for all of your feedback. So as always, let's just close in a quick prayer today. Jesus, thank you so much for this time here with you. Help me to find simple ways to take you with me throughout my day. I know life can get busy. I know it can get crazy. And Jesus, I need you in those moments more than ever. Jesus, thank you for being my strength, my comfort, and my calm amidst the storms of life. Just a reminder, we have our live prayer and workout class this Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can join us outdoors by walking or running on a treadmill, stationary bike, elliptical. Come as you are. You can enroll at palmrunning.com slash virtual events. The link is also listed in the show notes below. As always, in order to help more people hear this podcast and run back to Jesus with us, we would love it if you shared it with a friend, left us a rating and review, and tagged us in your stories so we know that you found this helpful. We appreciate you being here. Let's keep running this race together.